you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Master Plan. And uh, we've had a lot of playoffs to cover. We've had a lot, a lot of playoffs to cover. But tonight we're not covering any playoffs. And um, I'm a little bit thankful for that. We get back to our our individual player analysis, something that we haven't done in a little bit while, in a little in a little while, uh, just simply because we haven't had the time. You know, with sports, it's constant, right? This is a job, folks, that that never stops. Um, there was always stuff to cover. There was always, you know, the great thing about, you know, sports is, you know, you have four sports that run, you know, during the summer, obviously, you know, people think it cools down. I mean, when you're covering the NFL, it's not, you know, hockey during the regular season. I know we don't cover it, uh, in the NBA during the regular season, we don't cover it week to week. That's simply because it's way too difficult to cover those sports week to week. But uh, there is always stuff to cover. This job, um, it, it never ends. This is, this is a continuous. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm thankful that we get to do at least another player analysis, kind of go through a man who is likely to be a Hall of Famer when he finally does hang up the cleats one last time. We are not doing soccer. We are doing baseball today. The man is Albert Pujols. And personally, his second half of his career, I, I think, was a waste. Um, we'll get into that today. We'll get into my thoughts. But it's time with St. Louis, with Los Angeles, and then now with Los Angeles, but the Dodgers rather than the, the Angels. Um, and without further ado, let's get right into it. So he was drafted in 2001 by St. Louis. Uh and the lowest he ever hit at St. Louis, so like like in, 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 he was at some St. Louis from 01 to 11, so for for 10 seasons, I believe, 11 or 12 seasons, uh, 11, sorry, 10 or 11 seasons. The lowest he ever hit in a single season was 299, <laughs> which is just crazy. Like the best hitters hit 300 or above, right? Like season to season, across many different seasons, though multiple years, the he was over three hundred, over three hundred, over three hundred. That does not happen every day, folks. That was that is special, right? So lowest he ever hit was two ninety nine in two thousand eleven, which was his last year with St. Louis, right? But 299 is still nothing to – I mean, 299 is great. Like, if you're in 299, you're doing something right, okay? So, he was 
absolutely incredible for St. Louis. He won two World Series with them. He won an 06 and 2011. Um, he is a three-time NL, NL MVP, right? 05, 08, and 09. So he was back-to-back NL MVPs in 08 and 09, which, again, is remarkable. He's a three-time NL MVP. And this is just during his span with um, with St. Louis, right? And, and you'll see that most of the awards he got were when he played with St. Louis, right? He is a 10-time All-Star. However, only... One of those is when he was joined went since since joining the Angels. So that means the other nine times he was with an All-Star are within the 10 seasons that he played for, for St. Louis. So that's pretty remarkable, right? Obviously, being a 10-time All-Star is, is no small feat, but doing it that many times for that one team in such a short time span relative to how many times he was made MVP, uh, named an All-Star. I got to say is really, really good. I mean, there's no other way to go about it, is there? You know, uh, what do you want me to say? He's a really, really talented player. And obviously he showed that through his accolades. Um, And, you know, as players get older, obviously their skills decrease, right? That is not – that's not to say that doesn't happen. But – The difference between his time with St. Louis versus his time with the Angels, Los Angeles Angels, LAA, are two very, very different stories. And and we'll get into why, like, I think his career would have been so much better had he stayed with St. Louis or gone to another team that had more success or potential for success. Excuse me. He has 667 home runs. And he's a two-time Gold Glove winner in 06 and 2010. So he played first base. And Gold Glove at a position is not easy to come by. And he's a two-time Gold Glove winner, which means he's a great first baseman. He's got the stretch. He's got what you need. He's a six-time Silver Slugger. Ready for this? In 01, 03, 04, 08, 09, and 2010. So he was back-to-back in 03 and 04. And he was a three-peat in 08, 09, and 2010. Folks, those are those are incredible numbers. Now, once again, we don't see any of those numbers since he joined Los Angeles, right? And and you know, it's difficult to say. He was the bat champ in 03, and he was the home runs leader in 09 and 010, so back to back in the RBI leader in 2010. So Albert Pujols has the accolades of a of a of a MVP, and if you looked at him in 2011, right, and he already had all of these awards. He was a nine-time All-Star, not a ten-time All-Star. He didn't have 667 home runs, but I digress, right? He had all almost all these accolades, right? And you look at him, and you're like, this guy still has a long time left to play in the MLB. We need to go get him, right? That's what every team is thinking, right? That's what I would be thinking. This guy was incredible. And he still is very, very good. But here, I mean, he was an up-and-coming. I mean, this is a generational talent that is in his prime, that is available. Teams were ready to go and get him. However, you know, it was up to him on where he could go. However, since joining the Angels, he has not once hit above 299. So his low watermark... 
His low watermark with the Angels, he has not re uh, sorry, his low watermark with the St. Louis Cardinals, he has not reached as his high watermark with Los Angeles. So he's obviously played worse in Los Angeles. Now, is that to say he has played badly? No. But he has not played nearly as well as he did in St. Louis, right? So for career optics, I mean, when you talk about Albert Pujols, the first half of his career is an MVP career. You know, like, the second half of his career is average, even below average. Like, he, I mean, he had a lot of home runs, he had a lot of RBIs, but so do a lot of guys, so do a lot of good first basemen, right? Like, uh, I mean, for the amount that they were paying him, wasn't exactly incredible, right? And that's that's the key, right? So he he played really really well for St. Louis, right? Like absurdly well, and came nowhere close to that in any season, right? Across the board, he didn't. But in any particular season, you pick it out of a hat. No, he didn't. So what does that say about him, right? He never had above 90 runs in a season, which he did many times in St. Louis. And he hit above 100 RBIs three out of 10 times, right? Which is, I mean, you know, it's not bad, right, for an aging player. But in St. Louis, he did that every single season except for one where he hit 99 RBIs. So basically what we're talking about is a guy – who goes from a great organization, a great team like St. Louis, where he wins basically every award you can win, right? Every single award that you can win, he pretty much won. Silver Slugger, Golden Glove, MVP, World Series, uh, Bat Champ, Home Run Leader, RBI Leader, All-Star. You name it, he won it, right? He won it. He had over 100 RBIs essentially every single season he played. He averaged over 100 RBIs, right? With Los Angeles, he won. He was a one-time All-Star. He never hit above 299. He never had above 90 runs in a single season. And he had only over 100 RBIs three times out of 10 seasons. Look at the difference that we're talking about between two, two parts of one man's career. Right, like think about if how good he would be if he hit 285 every single season with 100 RBIs, right, and a decent amount of home runs. Like, like, like those are better numbers than he probably averaged with with Los Angeles. And to me, right, it doesn't quite make sense that. You know, Pujols, yeah, it was a steep decline in his career, kind of out of nowhere. Since joining the Angels, so, so obviously as you get older though, right? Like obviously as you get older, right, as a player, as an athlete, things become more difficult. That is not as how life works, right? Except for Tom Brady, like realistically, everyone ages and it doesn't age, you don't age well, right? So like... What? 
you know, like that happens, right? Like, like no one would fault Albert Pujols for not playing as well, having a decline, like a slow decline in his career. But if you're Albert Pujols, right, you don't have to go to an organization that's not very successful. Like, that's kind of the key, is it not? Like, since joining the Angels in 2012, they have made the playoff one, playoffs one time in 2014, right? They made it once in 2014. Compared to the Cardinals, who have made the playoffs six times and have made the World Series, which they did lose. They did make it, though. You, you, he, 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 I believe, right, he could have, right, like, even if he had a decline, he still could have went to an organization that had more success potential. How much would it mean if Albert Pujols had been able to play in a World, in a world Series, right? How much would it mean if he was able to win another, another chip, like, to his legacy, right? You don't necessarily have to play incredibly well, right? You don't have to be the guy on the team. But, but... In terms of your legacy as an, as an MLB player, joining the Angels was the worst thing you could have done, right? Because they're an unsuccessful organization, right? Like, they are. They spend a lot of money and get very few results from it, right? They're kind of the organization, the, the organization that you don't want to be. They're the ones who are spending the money and getting no results from it. Right? Like, there are plenty of organizations out there that spend no money and make the playoffs way more times than Los Angeles and are way more competitive. Look at the Oakland A's. Like, like, like joining the Los Angeles, like the Anaheim Angels, or I don't know if they were Anaheim back when he joined, but joining the Los Angeles Angels was the worst career decision he could have made in terms of his legacy. Right? And, and I think it definitely did have an effect on his ability to play. I think that the change in his in his in his whatever what was whether whether it was his like play style or whatever it was when he went to Los Angeles, his play style decreased rapidly. Like his 2011 season by far was the worst season of his career, but it was so a great season. Like his WAR in 2011 was over five. If your WAR is above three, you're having a good season. Like. So for me, like at St. Louis, his war, his total war was 86-6 over 11 seasons. So he's averaging a war of 7-8-7 a year, which is just insane. Like that's wins above replacement. That's, he added 86 wins, 87 wins to St. Louis himself. His war... In, in Los Angeles was extremely low. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it, but tr take assume I am correct. Take 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 my take my you know verbiage at face value. To say that Albert Pujols going from St. Louis to Los Angeles did not have an effect on his play, I think is unfair. Having one down season. Should not correlate to having the career he like a, the career decline that he had, and and we will truly see. By the way, because he is now playing with the Dodgers, 
And if Albert Pujols has a good season, good end of the season, I, I think that proves me correct. If he has a good rest of the season, he hits anywhere above 285. Anywhere above 285, I'm correct. Anywhere above. Because he is much older now. Like, I think that going to the Los Angeles Angels might be one of the worst career decisions for any per any 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 player in a long time because it was his choice. He didn't get traded. He signed there. Single career decisions determines his legacy. His legacy is the first 10 years of his career and his home runs. That's it. Like, like, like all the RBIs, all the sets, all, all that stuff, all the hits. Yeah, that's part of his Angels legacy, right? But all the records, everything that he won was accomplished in St. Louis before he even came to Los Angeles. He didn't get, he got one playoff run. With the Angels. He got two World Series titles with the St. Louis Cardinals. The Angels didn't even make it to the World Series. The Cardinals did multiple times and they won it. So, I, I honestly... Like, if, if he had gone to a competing team... Like, when we talk about players, right? Like, the Angels are not a competitive team... And you, you look at batting averages today, runners in scoring position definitely has an effect on the pitcher, right? And if you think about it, like, and this is maybe maybe the strong one of the strongest cases I can make, right? Batters with running runners in scoring position, typically the better ones, like Albert Pujols's, have a higher batting average, right? Have a higher slugging, higher OPS, right? All the statistics that matter, right? High, higher walk, all that stuff. The pitcher's pitching from the stretch. He's got two guys, one guy behind him. Like, it is a different ball game when you have runners on score, runners on base, and when you're with the Los Angeles Angels, who, if they had any talent. Like, they had Mike Trout, but, like, what I'm saying is they were never able to put it together, right? So they were never able to win games, right? And that definitely means that they weren't scoring enough runs. I'm not saying their pitching was excellent, but they weren't scoring enough runs. And so not having men on base certainly had to hurt his career. Certainly lowered the amount of RBIs he would have, right? Because if there's not runners in scoring position, how are you going to score runners, right? Like, how is it going to happen? The St. Louis Cardinals are a better run organization. They are simply a better team. That is a fact. We know that, right? So the story of Albert Pujols is, is, is a warning to players. Pick carefully what organization you want to go to if you have the choice. Because his legacy, like what I'm talking about now, in 20 years when people look back on his career, 
they're not going to listen to this podcast episode and say, well, maybe it totally wasn't his fault. You know why his career declined so greatly for 10 years. They're not going to listen to that. They're going to look at his stats and be like, he was great when he played for St. Louis. Why did he ever leave and go to Los Angeles? Albert Pujols is a story of, 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 a, of a wasted career due to his own, own decision. And and is it his fault totally? Did he Could he have predicted this would happen? I don't think so. I, I mean, he wanted to get paid. 10 mil, it was a 10-year deal for $240 million back in 2011. It's a huge deal. It's a huge deal today. But in 2011, we're talking massive scales, right? So, he went for the money. And it's it's going to irreparably damage his career, his legacy. He cannot get those years back, ever. He wasted those years. He might have had fun, but he didn't win a series. World Series, he didn't get a title. He wasn't a silver slugger, gold glove. He didn't want, he was an MVP. He was a bad champ, home run leader, RBI leader. And he never batted above 299. It hurt his career. You look at his batting average now, it is way lower than his first 10 years in St. Louis. Because of the time that he spent in Los Angeles, right? Well, he didn't play super well himself in Los Angeles, right? We, we discussed how the factors, obviously he's getting older. We can't expect the same amount. But also, the team around him was not good enough to support him. Like, like it is important in baseball to have a good supporting cast around you. It's a, very, it's, a, it's a team sport. You cannot win a game by yourself. It is impossible, right? He certainly would have been in a much better position. He would have been a great asset to a competing team. Can you imagine if the Red Sox had got him? They'd be in solvable. Remember, they won the World Series in 2013. And he left in 2011. He won the World Series in 2011 and left. He goes to a competing team. We're talking about a totally different career arc. We're talking about a guy who went to two different places, spent a ton of time in both of them, and had great success in both of those places. Right? That's what we're talking about. We're talking about a guy very much like Tom Brady, who was able to succeed in multiple different places, right? Instead, like, like, and that is probably the best comparison I can give. Tom Brady chose where he wanted to go. Look where he chose. A well-run organization, great wide receivers, good offensive line, great supporting cast, great defense, head coach that he can work with. And nice weather. That's a, that's an added bonus, right? Do you think Tom Brady was looking and he was like, man, Cincinnati would pay me $50 million a year to be their quarterback. Or, or you know, uh, the Lions, they pay me $40 million a year to be their quarterback. No! Because you know what's going to happen if he went to the Lions or if he went to, to the Bengals or any other terrible team in the NFL? Number one, it would hurt his legacy because he wouldn't win games. He's Tom Brady, but they'd be average. And everyone starts saying, well, it was Belichick. 
It would have tarnished his legacy, right? Tarnished it. It would have given all the credit to Belichick. And a lot of credit goes to Brady and a lot of credit goes to Belichick. We know that. Uh, sensible Patriots fans, sensible NFL fans understand that it couldn't have been done without Brady, but it also couldn't have been done without Belichick. They're both equally important, right? Albert Pujols is the reverse of that story. He is the guy who had incredible personal success and team success. Got paid, never won again. At least up until this point. Until, where does he go? What team just won the World Series, folks? What team has three MVPs? Mookie Betts, Corey Seager, Walker Bueller, Clay Kershaw, Trevor Bauer. What team in the Los Angeles Dodgers? It's a Brady playbook. He's going to a team that's going to win a World Series. Has a shot. Making the playoffs. Folks, it's clear. It's over. The debate is done. Learn from Albert Pujols. Go to a well-run organization. Protect your legacy. He threw it away for 10 years. Los Angeles is a terrible-run organization. In the past three years, right, they've been above the average salary cap. And they have not made the playoffs. There are teams who are well below the average salary payroll. The average payroll in the MLB can make the playoffs consistently. Los Angeles is above that and hasn't, hasn't made it. And in 2017, I'm sure they were above it as well and didn't make it. They're a terrible one-run organization. They're the perennial team that spends like it, like it, like it's in the playoffs every year. That it's a World Series contender. But is it? So why would Pujols go there? Because he wasn't thinking ahead. He was thinking about the money. He was thinking about the check. And it cost him. He wasted his career. He wasted his time in a place. And because now people are going to look at it and say, he had a lot of crappy years. He's still, he's still a great player. He's still a Hall of Famer. Hurts his legacy, though. And that's undeniable. People can be like, oh, remember the good old days when you played in St. Louis? That's his legacy now until he fixes it until he has a chance to fix it with Los Angeles. Folks learn. Players learn. If you are granted with the opportunity to leave your organization, right? Let's say for whatever reason you want to. Money is important. But when you're making this much money, think about your legacy. Think, like, that's something that, that money can't buy. Right? Money can't buy you a different legacy. That's not, it's just the way people are going to see you. Take a lesson from Brady, do what he did. Take a lesson from Pujols, equally as important. Don't do what he did. Otherwise, you're going to get burned, like he did. It's a fact. We proved it today. Wasted his career. Wasted 10 years. He played well. Wasn't great, though. You could have, think, I'll leave you with this. Think how great he could have been if he had spent 10 more years in St. Louis. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. That's all I got to say today. See you in the next one. The game on the line. One shot. Who would you rather have taking it? Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State. Open shot. Fate of the universe on the line. Or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth. You better hit it. I want Iguadala.